0: Welcome to the quick and painless pro wrestling podcast Uh, this is Carter and if you um, are listening to this immediately after our last episode of the Grand Slam preview then you know um, and you haven't watched AEW Dynamite yet or Grand Slam um, then yeah you know or I'm here to tell you that I was right all along and that Dylan was wrong about his prediction of Buddy Matthews showing up. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, you were no, way off no. on that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, anything regarding Buddy Matthews at this point, I have been way off on. <laughs> and you have been totally I have correct. been
0: spot on from the beginning.
1: It's crazy how spot on you've been.
0: Dude, I tried telling you. You just need to listen to me when I say these things.
1: Yeah, I just need to open up my mind and just be open to all the new possibilities, you know, and just just not say no to anything.
0: So I don't think it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I started uh, thinking about it more and looking at how no. uh, Malachi Black is presenting himself, and I realized that the black eye is not necessarily... From Buddy Matthews, maybe, maybe down the road. I don't know. I'll leave, you know, the opening for it's that. Open part. for interpretation. Yeah, at some yeah point. Okay. but not now. I think the okay. reason for it is, you know, because it is he is Tommy End. That's that's who he is, and Malachi Black is the presence he's being consumed by, and so each week that black eye, you know, forms more and more. And this week there was a twinge of red in it. So he's slowly being consumed week after week.
1: I thought he was just trying to match Cody's outfit. That could be too.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, it's it's basically what I've been telling you from the beginning. That's, yeah, so. yeah, that
0: he and Cody are in cahoots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's right. Yeah, rare. <laughs> Back a well, Welcome to the show. Um, Bloomba, Bloomba. <laughs> we uh, yeah, two in one week. That's that's a record. Yeah, what's going on? I we mean, couldn't even do two in two weeks.
1: <laughs> we couldn't even do one in like four months. So <laughs> right, <laughs> two and two and one though.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah,
1: but you know, let's uh, think. After this, we need to slow down. And just you know, keep it to a steady one one day
0: a week. This show is going to be called I
1: mean, two shows wanna, one week. <laughs> we don't want to set the precedent too high. That yeah, you know. but yeah, I mean, well, a lot of ha- a lot has happened this week. Yeah,
0: so. no, this week it was worth it. Yeah, I think so. Well, what do you want to get into? So. I'm going to let you lead. I um, I think I have to relinquish my leading duty because. That whole Buddy Matthews thing just threw me for a loop.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a hard thing to come back from, knowing that you're wrong. I was. I just hope that you, know, you can take the time to heal. Yeah. And really look inside yourself and just, you know, deal with it. <laughs> whatever way. I
0: don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to, I had to use this joke earlier this week, but I don't care. I'm on the roads to recovery.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, Cody, me. and Brandy. Yeah. Pharaoh. <laughs> All on that same road. Yep. Okay. Uh, what to get into this week? Well.
0: You know, I believe it was see. Rascal well, Flats who said, God bless the broken road. That led so me do, uh, straight to get you. get into this week
1: and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we'd start off with just like some breaking news real quick. Did you happen to see what, um, well, of course you did. You sent it to me, but um, AEW announced that they are partnering partnering with the Owen Hart Foundation. I did.
0: I did see that. Yeah. Hence, me yeah. sending it to you.
1: <laughs> That's what I just yeah. said. <laughs> like, you know, of course you've seen
0: it. You sent me the text. So. <laughs> yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, I think to the the untrained wrestling fan you know the, or maybe it's just the casual wrestling fan they're like big deal you know whatever um, or or why is aew trying to step on WWE Owen Hart was always a WWE wrestler you know um, yeah so Owen Hart's widow was very very salty uh, with the WWE and rightfully so um, yeah and so she never ever wanted them to celebrate his life that she didn't want him in the hall of fame she didn't want um you know them to do any tributes anything she's just very bitter towards them and i don't blame her one bit so the fact that she has opened up um you know to allow AEW to do that you know to celebrate his life and um you know sell his merch and and stuff like that i think is super cool it's a huge step and um Owen Hart, was an incredible wrestler um well before his time you know and uh it's cool that he will finally get to be celebrated especially for the younger generations that are coming up now
1: yeah definitely definitely and they're gonna have like many things coming from this you know uh just not with not just with their uh, partnership but uh like you said um merchandise I believe, um, merchandise, (laughs) merchandise, um, they're actually doing an Owen Hart, uh, what tournament?
0: Yeah. The Owen cup or something like that.
1: Yeah. The, yeah, the Owen, Owen Hart cup and, um, the trophy is actually named the Owen. Right. So, I mean, that'll be coming down the pike at some point and, um, I think they're actually going to be including him in the uh, the AEW video game that's going to be coming out at some point, Yeah, whenever that may be.
0: Yeah, I saw that, too. I think uh, the only video game Owen Hart was ever in was in, uh, what, WrestleMania, the arcade game?
1: Uh, I don't know. Was he in that? He was also in that Super Nintendo uh, Royal Rumble game, too, right?
0: Maybe that's what I was thinking of.
1: Maybe. Or uh, no, he was in uh, oh the, the first W WW, no, W was it WWF Warzone for PlayStation One?
0: Maybe I don't really remember that one. I but
1: he I know he was in that. I know he was in that. Either way, I think my sure. my
0: point really is that video games. <laughs> what game... I'm really trying to say. <laughs> well, is... video games are. I mean, it's a completely new scene now you know video games when you and i were kids are not video games now and like not even not even obviously the games themselves like the the graphics and stuff like that but even just like the community of video games is so much different now that it almost appeals to a completely different crowd that may or may not even watch wrestling so again having him in in, you know kind of introduced into that community is, is pretty cool i mean for the history of pro wrestling
1: Hmm.
0: But yeah. Yeah. So that's Good.
1: that's really exciting, Total. and um, it'll be fun to see where that goes. And looking forward to all the positives that will be coming from this. Right. So. Uh. Man. What else you got? Ah. Well. Um. Some. Uh. Some news on the WWE side. More specifically, Keith Lee. Did you see this or read about well, I don't this? Know. Let's, let's hear it. So, um, Keith Lee is getting a name added to him. Oh. A new name. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, during some sort of, uh, dark match or main event taping, I think, or something, uh, he had a match and he was introduced as, uh, I think Bearcat Lee. Yeah.
0: Keith Bearcat Lee. Keith, yeah. (sighs) Um, uh, I believe it is a, uh, tribute to the first African-American world champion.
1: Which was Bearcat Brown? Um, I was gonna s- Or Bearcat, another Bearcat, I think. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say, well, I don't remember, darn it. But yeah, that was, yeah. that was, I, bu- I mean, I believe what the, the, um... Callback was too. So, I, yeah, I don't know. And he he's growing his facial hair out to, to...
1: be more like a bear yes. cat.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. Be more cat like.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those whiskers. <laughs>
0: put them up. Put them up. <laughs> um, what do you think about that?
1: I don't know. I mean, why can't they just let him be Keith Lee
0: <laughs> It's not enough, Dylan.
1: It's too much. Yeah. They're just like put. it's too much, man. I mean
0: <laughs> what is he? Some it's sort of just, a bear pig man? <laughs> it doesn't look like a cat, to no, me. That was stupid. <laughs> it's man bear pig.
1: Uh I mean it just it just shows what a stark contrast there is when it comes to talent that was on NXT and actually um doing well compared to when
0: they are called up to the main roster. I mean, listen, minus Malachi Black, I'd say it's a stark contrast between talent when they're in WWE versus talent when they're in AEW. Well,
1: yes, I can see that. Yes. There, there's an argument to to be made for that, but I mean, if you look up, if you look at some of the talent that was very successful on NXT and we're not talking about NXT 2.0 but um, you know NXT black and gold and then compared to some of that talent that got called up to the main roster and where they're at right now I mean it's, it's like night and day man yeah it is it's just yeah it's just crazy and I understand that You know, with the main roster, they are making television or making a product for a larger audience. I mean, so there's many things that will go into that and they have to appeal to a wider audience. But why not see if what made that person successful on NXT, see if that can translate to that wider audience and to see if it works. I mean if it doesn't it, then yeah, throw in, you know, bear cat or pig horse on somebody. <laughs> you know.
0: I will volunteer for the pig horse gimmick. <laughs> yeah, pig horse, pig horse quick. <laughs> quick pig horse gray.
1: Well if it isn't
0: my old nemesis, pig horse. Oink oink. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, I mean listen what you're saying you know they're appealing to a larger audience the what separated Raw from AEW this week was 500,000 I mean it was a one Mm -hmm. well yeah 500 a little less I suppose Um, Raw did a 1.7 and Dynamite did 1.29 so
1: yeah and I think Raw actually won in the uh, the the uh, Herald 18 to 49 demographic, too.
0: I don't think they did this but just, week, they did last week. I th-
1: was it, no, I think it was this week, or was it
0: maybe? I don't know. What was, um,
1: is either last week or this week where they beat dynamite in that demographic?
0: Well, all the same, they I, I, it's you've got a 30 year head start with a cemented time slot. Of Monday night at eight o'clock. It's been that way since for thirty years. <laughs> Dynamite is a brand new time slot, brand new everything, and they're already only five hundred thousand off. Right. I mean, again, you can talk about appealing to a bigger audience. That's that's not going to last very long. Right. So, you know, talking about what you were saying with the gold and black. NXT people. I mean, where are all of them? You like Riddle? I guess has the is tag champ, but he's the comic relief for Randy Orton. Right. Kevin Owens is nowhere to be seen. Um, Well, he's he's doing stuff with Happy Corbin. My pointings. Okay, Baron Corbin. (laughs) Another another. What's he doing? Um, He's he's not he's not poor anymore. Well, there's that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Karrion Cross is now on main event.
1: That's that's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, no, like, I'm with why,
0: you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like all these people were getting such like rave reviews in NXT. And, you know, it seemed like it was working. They were having great success, but you know, as soon as they come to Raw or SmackDown, it's like they have to be changed. Yeah. You know, to appeal to what they think well, what they think is going to appeal to a wider audience. But it's at the same time it's just like, well, how do you know that's gonna work? How do you know what you're changing them to is actually going to appeal to that audience? Why don't you let them be who they were in NXT where they were actually successful and they were doing great things. I mean Well,
0: it's like Colt Cabet. Why, uh, Carter? Why? <laughs> it's like Punk said. Vince McMahon is a millionaire who should be a billionaire. I mean, CM Punk would not be as popular as he was, as he is. If it weren't for the mismanagement of WWE.
1: That's true. I mean, there's a case that could be paid for that, and I see I see what you're saying. I understand what you're when saying. They, when they you created say a monster
0: that. that they were trying to keep in the closet, you know what I mean? R- right. But <clears throat> and it's going to happen to more people. I mean, Mo- you could say the exact same thing about John Moxley.
1: Mm-hmm you know what? I mean at this point you could say the same thing for Seth Rollins too
0: what you think that he's I
1: mean look well look what look what Seth Rollins has become I mean he's wearing like fancy suits or like you know all these outrageous suits right now and well it's his character yeah but it just it's just it just comes off as being I don't know watered down watered down or just like hokey in a way yeah
0: so yeah no absolutely i mean <clears throat> speaking of aew i don't want to get away yeah. from uh, your your time in the sun with wwe
1: but um <laughs> shining, shining bright for a second let's
0: so. yeah let's uh, let's go to the other side of of the spectrum you know let's let's move away right. from sports entertainment for a second and move into the world of professional wrestling Oh. <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega Yeah From uh, Grand Slam on Tuesday No, Ring of Honor 2007 Yes, from Grand Slam <laughs> I mean on Wednesday, I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, What were your thoughts? Go <laughs>
1: Um. Well I know that you and I should never be bookers because yeah, we I don't know how we missed that. Cuz when we were talking about that, we you know, thought of every other outcome for how that match should be except a time limit draw.
0: Yeah, and I don't know how we missed that. Maybe because we're so like just desensitized by the system of WWE that that never happens. So it was like, oh, that won't work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, but it makes perfect sense, though. And I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed... I thought that was, like, the perfect ending to that match.
0: Not only that, but the way uh, that they ended it, too. It wasn't like he hit the one-winged angel and couldn't cover him in time for the three count. You know, it was... No, they were still battling. Like, they were still trading strikes. Like, it was still competitive. That... What a great story they told.
1: I mean, that's... The ending of that match is, you know, probably. Well, think of a boxing match. You know, as time's like, time is running out, and in the last round or whatnot, and you have like the two competitors just like still going at it, and knowing that, you know, time is winding down, and that the end of that last round is going to be like any second. But they're not just, you know, just. I don't know. I mean, it's realistic, as in what you would expect from a fight.
0: I guess 100% yeah say. completely agree yeah. it was yeah. it was so well done it was um, that that Kenny Omega style fight that you've that people came to love him for you know he, he I I going to disagree with
1: you on that actually I don't think it's I don't I didn't think it was like a typical Kenny Omega match because Kenny Omega was working at a slower pace during that match he wasn't you know doing his normal you know high his fast pace you know kind of high spotty type of match he was um he was working at a slower pace
0: yeah okay yeah i'll give you that um yeah I guess I just mean well, whatever. I I agree with you on that. I'll just, I'll, I'll concede there, but um, okay. But ultimately, it was it was I don't know maybe the fact that more of a story was told through the match, you know? Right. I mean, it was just it was really good. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm not one of those people that's going to say it was six stars, seven stars, the greatest match in history, or anything like that. But it was no, a very entertaining not. match. It's what not. it's the type of match that you want to see when you see those two people step in the ring.
1: Now, do you think that was because of having Danielson in that match and maybe his influence into how he wanted the match to
0: go? Yes, 100%. Absolutely. That is the reason he joined AEW. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, um, I don't know, what did he... uh, was it after uh, All Out that he had an interview with um, the press and he was saying something about um, you could oh he said you can show great pro wrestling to a non-pro wrestling fan and they will appreciate it because great pro wrestling is incredible and Mm -hmm. that's why he came to AEW because he felt like Well, and he he said it as much in that same interview as he said that um, Vince was too cautious for him. He, He didn't want him to do certain things. There were certain limits that were put on him that he didn't want to adhere to. So coming to a place like AEW where you have more freedom... You know, to wrestle the way you want—that is what attracted him there. So, if he's if his first matches with Kenny Omega, if that was you know somehow put in his contract or whatever, then absolutely, he's saying I'm here to frickin' go balls to the wall, straight up like technical wrestling. Things have to make sense. Like I, that's what I want, and if I don't get it, I'm out. <laughs> you know, I'm going to New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, Zack Saber Junior. No. I don't know if you saw that. Calling out the American Dragon.
1: I didn't see that, but I am very interested if that is a
0: possibility somewhere down the line. Yep, he called himself the Japanese dragon. And then he said uh-huh. um, where
1: Just like Tom Cruise called himself the last samurai. <laughs> oh <my God>.
0: <laughs> 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 we can't get away from it. Oh no, man, that, that movie is going <laughs> to haunt me. I've seen that movie probably six or seven times. Um, really? Oh yeah, I own it actually. Um, yeah, are you watching it right now? No, but one of my favorite things <laughs> in there is when Tom Cruise is trying to fight, like he's trying to learn how to fight the samurai way. And yeah. one of the guys comes in, he keeps getting his ass kicked, and one of the guys comes over and he says, too many mind. And he's like, what? He says... Mind, mind your opponent. Mind uh, the people. Mind your weapon. Too many mind. Mm-hmm. So, meaning that he's he's needs to focus only on the person in front of him and not everything right. else that he's thinking about. Anyway, yeah. good movie. Bet you didn't know that I was a connoisseur of The Last Samurai. I I did not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, yeah. now you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. So he calls himself the Japanese Zach Sabre dragon. Jr. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, he says to- <laughs> not the American dragon. Where's that dickhead? Yes. Yeah. Legit what he said. <laughs> I should just pull up. I need uh, to get sound clips ready, but then again, we were free balling this one. And we didn't know what we were gonna r- fall into, so I couldn't have anything ready. Right. But if right. I did, no, imagine right. imagine that in a Zach Saber Jr. voice and accent. <laughs> How's he sound? You got it. Let's hear it.
1: What was the thing that he said? <laughs> Give
0: me the quote that he uh, said. I don't know. Something like, I'm the Japanese dragon, not the American dragon. Uh, Where's I'm, that dick I'm the at? Jap- I'm the Japanese dragon. That's terrible. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm the Japanese dragon. <laughs> you
0: want to fuck with the Japanese dragon? <laughs> I had to find... 1,000 brown M&M's or Ozzy wouldn't go on stage that night. <laughs> Went on to play a great set. <laughs> These babies tend to heat up. <clears throat> okay. So... <laughs> I might be. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> All
1: right, anyways. So, um, uh, let's see. What else happened? What else happened at a slam uh, a slam-a-gram? Darby and his
0: dad against FTR.
1: <laughs> Papa Sting and son Darby.
0: Yeah. Stingy Pop. Uh Iggy, Iggy, Iggy I... pop.
1: <laughs> Darby Pop. Uh, so who he
0: predicted to win did not win. Yeah, that was the one we had wrong. Um, Sting and the police came away with the win. Sting <laughs> the police, yeah. Sting and Roxanne. Um, <laughs>
1: Sting and <in> the runaway. <laughs> you know, one of the runaways. <laughs> um, I was I was kind of a little surprised by it, honestly, just because of the... Um, what we were talking about as far as FTR needing, you know, building moment, momentum up to this point. Yeah. And, um, you know, trying to, having them try to capitalize on that. So, um, yeah, I was kind of surprised Papa Sting and Darby got the uh, the win, but, I mean, it was a good, still a good match nonetheless. It was a good
0: match. Sting and his Desert Rose came away with the win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was it was a it was a good match actually. Sting did a lot, um, a lot of bumps, a lot of moving around. I was shocked. I mean, yeah, he looked good for a six-year-old guy. Wrestling. He did. He he really did. Yeah. FTR did a great job of making him look like a million bucks. So I mean, I guess yeah. that's the reason they're in the match, right? Um, but. Yeah, I'm with you. It just, it, it feels like, um, it feels like, um, like a local, local show, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. come, like, um, oh, the, the big, big superstars are coming, to the, coming to town and they challenge the local heroes and then they job out to them. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how it felt like. Yeah. Which sucks. Um, cause, yeah, yeah, going back to what we talked about, it felt like the F- FTR needed to be, um, They needed to go over on this, but, um, Mm -hmm. so who knows, who knows where they go from here, which I'm not super excited about. And, um, you know, in the meantime, we're just going to count every breath Sting takes.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, man. What else? What happened? So, um, I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) So we kinda of talked about this after or during the show, but there were two points during the 2. show 0? where I think
0: Oh no, not, okay. not Go that. Ahead.
1: No. Um there are two different moments during the show where we thought there it kind of felt like a lull. Yes. A little bit. Yes. Uh so and you and I both agreed that it was uh MJF and Brian Pillman yep. kind of felt like a little bit of a lull. Yep. But um, also, Malachi Black and Cody. Yep. Like if, if we were gonna have to, say those were like the weak points, and they weren't necessarily, really weak. I would say. I mean, I thought they were decent. They were good. I mean, they weren't horrible by any means. But you know, the weakest points of this show, I would say, would be, those two matches. Yeah. So um, yeah. So with MJF and Pillman. Uh, it was a good match. You could definitely tell that Pillman still has some things that he needs to work on that he's still green mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. some areas as well but um, he's a really good baby face though. think so. I mean at this point yeah at this point he's coming off as like a, he's acting portraying like that classic baby face you know with the you know that big fire like come on guys come on let's go yeah you know. Um, Which is kind of surprising, I think, because of how um, his story with MJF has gone. I would think he would be a little more um, upset at just all the things that MJF has said and done at this point. But, you know, he's sitting there, you know, looking really excited to get in that ring and, you know, doing the classic baby face fire up. I just I kind of wanted to see like a little more. Uh, a little anger, a little more aggression from him. But, uh, yeah, but during the match, there's some things that he did that you could see that he was still kind of really green. But, I mean, obviously, he's still working on it, and he's only been in the business for probably about a couple years, honestly. But, I mean, I'm still a big fan of him. I do like him, and I think he does have a lot of potential. Hmm.
0: I, um, I'm um i not sold on Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I don't feel like he cares or tries as hard as he could or what? should. I'm serious. <laughs> what? Ever since I listened to you, he was on Talk is Jericho maybe a year and a half ago. And yeah. some of his responses and the way that he kind of... Well, I guess some of his responses just came off as like really entitled um and not so much like oh I really care about pro wrestling like it's I'm really I'm really interested in this and it's so cool that my dad did it and I'm, I just want to know I want to understand his passion because it's my passion too like I didn't get that kind of vibe from him at all I got well I couldn't make it in football but i have this name that apparently means something here so i'm gonna do this okay that's and i could be way off and that's fair if i am but that's how it came off to me and ever since then i watch his matches and i watch his promos with that kind of reserved attitude thinking like okay i want to see if this guy can can you know, display some emotion and some passion. And so far I haven't seen it. His promos are not good, period. They're just not. Mm -hmm. Coming from, now I realize he didn't have a lot of uh, interaction with his dad, but Brian Pillman had Mm -hmm. some of the best promos in the business when he was around. Mm -hmm. So you would would think that if the kid cares, that maybe he studies that. And Mm -hmm. if he is being mentored by people like Jericho, you know, or... I mean, shoot literally anyone in AEW. Like it's gonna start to show through. But yeah, his promos just aren't good. Um, I mean Griff Garrison is just as good as him when it comes to promos, Mm -hmm. which isn't saying much. (laughs) And uh his wrestling isn't that exciting. It's very old school, which is fine. I'm not saying he has to do anything, you know, you don't have to be a spot monkey. You know, to, right. to be entertaining, you don't at all. But right. there's nothing that interests me about his matches. I don't feel his matches.
1: Mm-hmm. And that, no, I totally agree with what you said. If, you know, if I'll have to go and listen to that and just see if I pick up on the same thing that you picked up on too. But I mean, from your perspective, from hearing that interview that he did, you know, I can see why you would feel that way and why you would like see the things. You would see when he wrestles, um, you know, during his matches, and um, it could possibly also be because he's still, you know, still kind of new and still like learning in a way too. So, I mean, it could be any
0: any one of those things. But that's interesting. But see, I'll have to go listen to that. A a comparison would be Dante Martin. Mm -hmm. I'm not sold on Dante Martin yet either, but I see. I see that he cares when I watch his matches. yeah you know and it's not just because he does flips and stuff because you know whatever I could care less about that. It's cool doing it own the dude can jump higher than anyone I've ever seen um, <laughs> but I see that he cares in his the way that he you know does his matches. I don't see that in Brian Pillman jr. yeah yeah interesting.
1: Wow, now you're gonna put that. Put that into my head, and every time I see him wrestle now, I'm be like, "Oh,
0: he doesn't care." Well, I mean, out. it's just something to look out for, you know. I mean, I, like I said, I right. could be way off, and that's and I hope I am, but yeah, it's just something to look for because it just it just doesn't doesn't come through to me, right? Huh? Interesting tape. Now, speaking of lols we're talking about Malachi Black <laughs> yeah. and Cody. That was a lull. Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs>
1: Um Well I mean the match itself wasn't Bad it's just that With all the recent happenings With Cody and him being away It just kind of Gives off that That um appearance that he's got bigger things going on right now besides wrestling at this point yeah so and I mean you could definitely hear that from the fans they were booing Cody the entire time um like I said it wasn't a bad match at all I don't think I mean there's a few hiccups in there at some point um somebody really needs to start keeping an eye on Arn Anderson (laughs) Make sure that you know that he doesn't hurt himself while he's out there. I I don't know why he tried doing what he did. It was stupid. Well, they're trying to set up for that one. No, I know. I saw
0: Cody point to the side of the ring that he had to go to. But why did he try to go there the way that he did? That didn't make like just get down, play it off, go around the other side and get up. Well,
1: There wasn't a set of stairs on that corner, so when he was trying to step over from one side of the corner to the next side, so he would have had to, you know, know he he, had to, yeah, he had to like kind of, yeah, put his put his leg around the post and step onto the other side. Well, no, I think no, I'm,
0: I get that. That's why I'm, I knew he, he had to do that, and that's why he fell. But I'm saying that he should have just got down and go around to that way he could avoid falling altogether.
1: Right, exactly, I don't know Maybe in the heat of the moment and everything just you know. He's a vet, come on now uh, He's an old vet I mean <laughs> uh, But yeah, so there's a couple of hiccups in that match But um, I think Yeah, we were right with uh, predicting that Malachi
0: Black would win so. so what do you think is going on With this feud and with Cody? Because I have a few theories Of course, as I always do Okay. I honestly don't know at this point. Okay.
1: I didn't really put much thought into where they're going with it right now. Um, I was just kind of focused on the match that was happening at that moment and just kind of,
0: you know, feeding off of that. But what are are some of your theories? Have you ever seen the show The Boys on Amazon? No. Okay. So it is um, kind of like an action comedy um, centered around superheroes and how it's almost like it's like a multimedia agency has commoditized the superhero industry. So it's like, you know, we make money off of, um, it's almost like a reality show. I mean, it's a real it's a real show, but I'm saying like they commoditize it almost like a reality show or whatever. Like, um, you know, you can buy merchandise for these real live superheroes. You can buy like, you know, the main person is named Homelander and he's basically like Superman, but he's yeah. very like pro USA and everything like that. So you can okay. buy like Homelander bedsheets and a Homelander t-shirts and uh, cups and, you know, all the kids love him. Everybody wants to be Homelander. He's like the mm-hmm. ultimate patriotic super, you know, whatever. But in reality, Homelander is an asshole and he is a terrible human being and kind of lives by his own rules. And it's almost like, are you familiar with Watchmen? Yes. And how, um, who is it, Dr. um,
1: Dr. Manhattan.
0: There you go, Dr. Manhattan. How he kind of has that God complex of how he knows what's best and no one else does. Right. That's kind of how Homelander is. Like, I'm... I am the superhuman. You know, I can do anything and everything, and I'm perfect, and all of you are terrible. And like, you know, so you should okay. you should trust me in what I'm doing, and the fact that you don't like makes you insignificant. Like it, it's the tide kind of turns on him to where he's not really this great guy, even though he's supposed mm-hmm. to be perceived as that. So okay. Cody's ring gear over the last several weeks has slowly. Um, started to resemble Homelander's superhero suit. Okay. So the idea is in my head um, that he has like, you know, I've created all of these things. I brought AEW. You know, I made I made everything great and you wouldn't have this pro wrestling, if it, this type of pro wrestling and this alternative if it weren't for me. So who are you to turn on me? I know best because I did all of this for you. Mm-hmm. And that's The beginning of his heel turn. Gotcha. So I think that Cody is a lot more aware than people give him credit for, and that this is all part of the plan.
1: I can see that. Yeah. Especially after, you know, the reaction he was getting on Wednesday. Mm hmm. So.
0: And he played it up, too. I mean, anytime they would boo, he would look around. Yeah, and the the finish of the match came after he accidentally hit the ref, which consequently happened oh, yeah, after he, um, he accidentally hit Arn Anderson.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think if he was to go that route, I mean that's I mean that does make sense. That does make sense. I mean because he can't continue being, you know, the babyface Cody. You know, no. but not at this point. So, I mean, to go that route, I mean, I think that that kind of feels like the most
0: logical way to go right now. And I think that they could, if they go that route, they could really, I mean, I will challenge AEW on their video production team because when WWE, when they have, even when they have a shit story, man, their, their production team can put together one hell of a video package. And you're like, damn! Um, I gotta see that match. Yeah. AEW, they're not on that level yet. But
1: no, not quite yet. But they do have they do have good production team, and you know all their video packages are really good though.
0: But if and when they get there, I mean, that whole if you could if you could kind of um, package up that transformation that Cody is is making, you know, from this. Superhuman face you know that everyone just like cheered and he had all the pyro you know like Mm -hmm. all the things that people just loved and cheered you know i mean my goodness he did even his like super america promo you know if you look back on it thinking like let's say that we're at the end and he has actually done this he has gone full circle and he is now a heel in the same way that homelander is a heel in the boys Mm mm-hmm it will all have made so much sense. Yeah. Like that, that, that pro America promo, the, these, these things that he was so like impassioned about and yet just didn't hit the mark. You know, all the pyro, like I said, is 25 minute long mat, uh, entrances. You know, <laughs> it's just, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, if that is what he's doing, if that is how it, it goes, it's going to be like, Super super intelligent.
1: They um for the video package, like you're saying, for that to kind of show that transformation, they should get um whoever directed the last samurai <laughs> to make that video package. And
0: uh, uh, god. So. uh oh god wow. what else was there? What else was there? There was. Uh... But see, you know, he had he was had the homelander costume, and then I said that um, Malachi Black was starting to, you know, he had um, that little bit of a twinge, and he had a little bit of color, uh, and he's starting to be consumed. Um, you know, I believe it was Sting who said, "You don't got to put on a red light." How are you able to pick
1: up on all this stuff? <laughs> no, honestly, like, I'm honestly impressed that you were to pick pick up on, like, all these little things,
0: so. <sighs> because, man, you know? Because <laughs> you're like, I just fucking right I you. am <laughs> pro wrestling, man. <laughs> no, I don't know. Man. You no, know, some things I read, other things like, um, like, I listen to uh, The Talk is Jericho with uh, with Tommy End. And yeah. he talks about that. He was like, "Oh, I do, you know, these kinds of things, and I want it to develop into something six months down the road." You know, like there's a reason I do certain things, and and obviously Kenny Omega was that way too in his matches with Okada. You know, when he finally mm-hmm. beat Okada, what he was still holding onto the wrist after the three count, or something like that. You know, yeah. so like something like that. Yeah. Um, so you know, especially with the way pro wrestling is now. There's so much more of a story and things that aren't covered.
1: Right. Interesting. Way to go, man. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Jimmy King, baby. Then boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, it's a lot more than just boom, 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 Dylan. <laughs> boom, 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 daddy. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, daddy. And then... Boom, boom, it's boom, boom daddy oh. And then, well, then I hit you with the thing, and then and then the bam, bam, and, <laughs> and
0: then we do the deal, and then finish. Yep. And then we get out of there. So <laughs> time to go home. Time to go home. I'm blown up. I'm blown up,
1: daddy. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Oh, uh, so I think, believe the last match was uh, Britt Baker and Ruby. It was. Which was which was the main event
0: of that of that show. Yeah, super cool that it was the main event yeah not a good match though. and
1: <laughs> it was a decent match i mean it was cool that it was the main event but it kind of i don't think it could have compared to the intensity that was at the beginning of the show with omega and danielson
0: so yeah i mean they probably should have saved that for the main you know let that anticipation grow even more yeah um but whatever yeah, I think. I mean, it was still good. Still a good match. I think I Ruby has maybe some nerves she needs to work out. Okay. Or something. I don't know. I mean, her match with Jamie Hader was not good at all, and I immediately mm-hmm. blamed Jamie Hader. Um, <laughs> and then this match with Britt Baker, there were a lot of things that we just missed. Like it just, just, just missed timings. Miss. I don't know. And you know, common denominator here is Ruby Soho. So it's like, you know, do you just need to chill, or what's going on here? Right. Right. So don't get me um, wrong; she's still awesome, and I think she's great. Oh yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just yeah. I I think it just it just there was some spots that just didn't uh, didn't connect.
1: Mhm.
0: Uh, Britt
1: Baker ended up winning. Told you so. I told you. I know you told me. You told me, you did. So I messed that one up. But, you'll have
0: that. Yep. I mean, yep. No yep. Wyndham Rotunda.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. But uh, within the past couple of days, there have been rumors of him possibly debuting at the Dynamite that. They will be having in Brody Lee's hometown,
0: I believe. Yeah, Rochester, New York. Yeah.
1: So they that's kinda picked up a little bit of steam. Once again, nothing has been one hundred percent confirmed at this point. It's all just, you know, pure speculation, but still interesting to see those things pop up and you know speculate speculation is far spec special so. speculations in fact special um, speculations are very fun
0: so i under the way that i i well i read up on it today and remember you and i were talking about his uh, non-compete um mm-hmm. and i guess he had the option of waiving his non-compete i did see that too to where he would not get paid right then. which right I mean I, I understand in business everybody always has that that option you could say no you know they, they offer you a um, uh, um, freaking, um, oh god sorry too much whiskey tonight wow. man but we offer you a um, a severance there you go yes yeah. you know
1: all I can no, think I of are <laughs> you know staying in the
0: police <laughs> songs <laughs> what? Uh, stinging in the police. Yeah, I know. <laughs> stinging the police. Yeah, they made songs. Or the police. <laughs> um Yeah, when they offer you a severance, you don't have to accept it. Um but yeah. I didn't know if that was just built in contractually, you know, to WWE wrestlers to where they, they couldn't say nay. Um, Mm -hmm. But apparently in this situation, he could have. Whether he did or not, no one knows.
1: Right. Um, When did he get released? Back in July? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the end of July. Yeah, so, I mean, he's coming up. If he's sticking to his uh, 90-day thing, then it's coming up pretty in about another month, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I would think that if he uh, declined the payment for the 90 days, then you think we would have seen him
0: at some point by now? Not necessarily. Not, I mean, one thing that you got to respect about him is he is such an artist. I mean, he is such a, um, like, performance artist that if it doesn't meet what it is that he's trying to do, he's probably not going to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? And so, if if he does have some kind of involvement in the Dark Order, maybe he needed more things to develop there. Maybe he needed them to That's true. deconstruct the way that they have. Um, mm-hmm. If it has nothing to do with the Dark Order and has to do with someone else, it could be the same deal, you know, waiting for that to develop. I really don't know, but... Yeah. Um, what's really cool is that nothing has been leaked. You know, I love that no one knows. It's only speculation.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so hard to do nowadays. Also. To keep it a secret. Yeah, to keep things you know under wraps. Yeah. Totally. So. Um. Yeah. Well, there's Grand Slam yeah. for you. Yeah. A uh, good show. Very good show. I thought. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. Great show. I enjoyed it.
1: And then we got um, Grand Slam 2, Return of the Slam tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah. the Slam. Yeah. Re, re, yeah, Grand Slam page tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah, Grand <laughs> Slam page. That's great. <laughs> Let's see. Um, ch- 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 trying to look up the card right now Yeah. For it. So, Some champagne
0: um, from my real friends. And I'm a real pain from my <laughs> sham friends.
1: <laughs> We've got um, CM Punk and Powerhouse Hobbs tonight. Yep. Christian Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus the Super Click. Super Click. Super Click, baby. Um, Men of the Year versus Chris Jer- 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 Jericho and Jake Hager. Yep. Hager. Hager. Santana Ortiz and the Lucha Brothers versus the Butcher and the Blade and Private Party. Because why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, why the hell? <laughs> yeah. Who do we got <laughs> back here? Or you. You're in.
1: Yeah. And then Penelope Penelope Ford versus Anna J. Yeah. And then a special lights out match. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer and um, Mr.
0: Miyagi. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> versus Mr. No. Funji. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Minoru Suzuki. Lights out match. Yeah. So
0: that is your card for tonight. Who was the dude that used to accompany Ultimo Dragon to the ring? Oh, what was his name? It was... Um... Sonny oh, Sunny Siaki. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Lance Archer and Sonny Siaki <laughs> against Moxley and Kingston. Oh. So I In I already special, know a spoiler about that match.
1: I don't even want it. Oh, I I know what you're talking about, yeah. I did see the spoiler
0: on that. So with homicide. Yeah, with homicide. Yeah. So homicide know. shows up. Yeah. Beats the shit out of Suzuki. So I I don't know. I guess GC does. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what, like, what they're trying to do. Yeah. Tony so. Khan is basically letting uh Brett Lauderdale and GCW do all of their own booking (laughs) on AEW. (laughs)
1: Uh, And uh, let's see, I didn't know if you were aware of this or not, but Extreme Rules is on Sunday. I was aware of that.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, Demon versus Roman Reigns. Who wins? Go.
1: Okay, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Yeah, it is. And... Unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, it's gonna be Roman Reigns. I mean, I do like Roman Reigns and like what they're doing with him right now, but it just—I mean, having the demon lose to him or pin Balor and his demon persona lose to him. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me go over the rest of the card. Not really.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean i just saying. I mean
1: honestly I mean we've got I would guess probably guess the next, you know, high profile match on that would be uh Lynch versus Bel Air. Yeah, Lynch is winning. Yeah. And then we've got Flair and Alexa Bliss. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. And the thirty thousand foot penis on a pole match. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Flair and her doll versus Alexa Bliss and her doll dude so like this I mean come on I'm not I'm not trying to create a conspiracy out of nothing here but how weird that Ric Flair asked for his release and gets it and the plan is okay he's gonna be the guy that accompanies Andrade to the ring in AEW so they set mm-hmm. the stage he gets rid of Chavo. So now, boom, perfect. Ric Flair's going to come in. All of a sudden, there's a Dark Side of the Ring episode on the plane ride from hell, and Ric Flair is yeah. blacklisted. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> okay, who's the people? WWE. You know that WWE's doing it? <laughs> yeah, WWE pays for it. Dude, because they did that. Um, they they were the ones that got, um, who was it? Dominoes. They were the ones that got Domino's all pissed off about the Pizza Cutter incident. <laughs> uh, WWE is a bunch of petty bitches. And <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't care. It's so yeah. true. Like, don't be petty and do stupid schoolyard bullshit like that. Just make your product better. Yeah. Well, I mean you heard it here first. I mean listen. Petty bitches WWE doesn't excuse Rick Flair's behavior. <laughs> no, of course it doesn't. I of mean, course it does You know, that's no. not good. And Tommy Dreamer, my goodness. What the, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing oh, this is this is the uh,
1: special lights
0: out segment of our <laughs> podcast my, my favorite my favorite is the editing of that show where it's like did you actually watch it yeah like where you, you did, got like yeah. the RVD they're interviewing RVD yeah you know Rick came out there and he did the, the helicopter penis trick and then Tommy dreamer's like this is not sexual assault come on you guys yeah <laughs> What the fuck? He was just being Ric Flair. Everybody <laughs> wanted to see let's it. Not, so. Let's not turn this into something it's not. My hair is sexually assaulting someone right now. <laughs> I have two ponytails. One of them is sexually assaulting someone. <laughs> but this is not sexual oh, assault. Yeah. RVD, meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think he came out and said it necessarily. He used the words "it's not sexual assault," but
0: he was no. He li- literally he used like, the words. Rick Flair's
1: going to be Rick Flair kind of. No, he of, literally like used approach. the
0: words. This is not someone being a sexual predator. Direct quote. Well, I'm not saying I'm not trying to
1: defend him or anything. I'm just trying to remember what he said. I, I no, you're right. He did say that this is not someone being a sexual predator. I do
0: remember you saying, yeah. I'm saying that. So, I mean, whatever Tommy felt, like he didn't, I don't know that he communicated it the way that he was trying to. <laughs> right. And you know, what's really right. sad is like, it's not like it's a live show. Like that interview was done. I don't know, months ago. At least like four or five months ago. How did he not get like a final copy of it and and like look at it and be like? Is that something they have to do? I mean, if whenever they do an interview with somebody, you can put it in your contract if you're going to be in it. Yeah, absolutely. That
1: you get to view the final product. Yeah, and
0: yeah, it's like a you get and then you get like a producer credit. Gotcha. So like that's on him. I mean, why not look at the final product and be like, whoa, I'm coming off as a fucking idiot. So right. maybe let's redo this right. interview.
1: No, and I d- honestly don't believe that Tommy Durbeer is, is on the side of, um, you know, uh, what's what right way I want to put it. Oh, I can't. I can't think of the words right now. The way I want to put it i think i know
0: what you're trying to say and i mean ultimately there's nothing that tommy dreamer's ever done or said that's made me think that he is he himself is either a predator or no i'm not saying he's or condones that behavior
1: it i was going more with like condoning yeah i don't think he's that
0: type of person i don't think so either that type of thing but at all you know my goodness man foot in your mouth times (laughs) ten Uh. Yeah. And this week it's all about Chris Canyon, which is great.
1: Yeah. Who better? Uh, I who, who better than Canyon? Um I remember Um I think I was with you at a show where we ran into him at a show quite a few years ago. Yep. Yep, it was briefly. in met him briefly.
0: Bay City, Michigan. Yep. He was he was yeah. there wrestling and we exchanged um emails yeah yep good dude yep. solid dude
1: yeah i remember you talking
0: to me about him you know
1: at different points and you always said you know he's such a nice dude and everything yeah so yeah so that'll be a kind of an interesting show to see mm-hmm. see what they do with that so um petty
0: bitches petty bitches <laughs> <laughs> they Tom Petty bitches. They are free yeah. falling. And they're free bitching. Yeah. They are
1: they're... running down a dream. <laughs> oh, well anything else, man? Anything else you wanna
0: tackle? Hmm. Tackle like, wrap your arms around and like bring bring down to the ground I don't think so. I mean, um, be, <coughs> <laughs> <serious> <laughs> me. Um, no, I don't, you know. Uh, no, I don't How think about so. This? I, um, How about this? I'm really interested in the whole uh, Wyndham Rotunda thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs>
1: I had a dream about it last night
0: <laughs> No, other than that, no I don't have anything else yeah. I was trying to think of how another How about this, man? What?
1: How about this? Okay. I said, how about this? Okay, man? let's hear it How are you doing? What? Doing okay? Me? Doing okay? Yeah Yeah What's, what's going on with you? I
0: don't know What's going on with you?
1: Yeah What's new?
0: Wow We're We're doing that at the end? We usually do that at the beginning Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we skipped it at the beginning <laughs> So I are going to talk about Buddy Matthews at the beginning yeah, no man. Yeah. I'm good. You know, Just hanging out in the basement. I got my basement <laughs> back, so that's something. Oh, you did? Yep. Yeah, do uh,
1: wrestle it away? But I did. Yeah. He <laughs> makes some like really, really high demands to get it back.
0: Not really. It was basically.
1: Um, <laughs> hey, can I have the basement back? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was basically.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, are you doing? uh what are you doing i'm gonna go do my podcast oh well where are you gonna do it i'm gonna do it in the garage well why not in the basement that's pretty much how, <laughs> how it ended <laughs> and then i got
1: i got the basement
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh yeah good point
1: i wish everything was
0: that easy dude for real
1: <laughs> that made things so much better
0: yeah like i wish people would tell me who they're going to the macaroni and cheese fest with i wish somebody would just buy their oh
1: tickets and buy their damn tickets is, and uh
0: <laughs> is it Connor mcgregor <laughs> you're taking Connor mcgregor yes
1: Connor mcgregor and i are going to the macaroni <laughs> and cheese festival in it. kalamazoo michigan i
0: knew it i'm gonna show up and you would be like hey carter um i'd like you to meet you know a friend of mine Connor mcgregor I'd be like, oh, my God, yeah. Conor McGregor, are you serious? How's it going, man? I'm such a... Like, give me the choice. And he's going to say, who the fuck is this guy?
1: <laughs> I was like, dude, I told
0: you, that's him. <laughs> oh, that's you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's you. And then he'll say, proper 12. I'd be like, what? Yeah. That has... I that's not even a good whiskey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, buy your tickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright well
1: well if there's anybody in the area who listens to the show I mean that's probably very unlikely but um, at least I will be at the, the macaroni cheese festival on October 9th <laughs> in Kalamazoo. with a mystery <laughs> partner <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> check it out a pay per view <laughs> <laughs> is it horn who will I bring?
1: No, <laughs> yeah, it's Hornsockle. <laughs> it's Wind Rotunda. That's where he's making his debut at. <laughs>